Blog Talk Radio. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be in my mouth. Psalm 34 and 1, you just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome our listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. We just thank God for you being here. We do hope and pray that you will continue to follow Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio and also on Facebook, Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. We want to go ahead and open up the prayer line. If you need prayer at this time, you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. We ask that you don't give your name, only your location where you're calling from, and your prayer request. So the prayer line is open, and while we're waiting, amen, to God be the glory. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we ought to rejoice in it and be glad we're still here. And just giving God all the praise and all of the glory, we ought to just thank the Lord for every day that they that the Lord has given us. And we ought to thank him for his grace and his mercy that are new every day. What an awesome God that we serve, that he's able to do all things but fail. Um, the prayer line is open for prayer. If you need prayer, hear Voice of Truth. We will read to the word of God. We will... Um, Minister the word of God according to what God has uh, given unto us. Amen. To God be the glory. And we are doing general prayer. And we just give God all the praise and all of the glory. We just thank him just to be alive today, just to be alive. We give him all the praise, honor, and glory. I don't see anybody with their hand raised so for prayer. So we're gonna, I'm going to go ahead and do the general prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, we give you praise and we give you glory. We magnify your name, oh God, and we thank you that you're able to do all things for fail. Lord, we ask you to keep us from all evil. We ask you to protect us from all danger, seen and unseen. Ask you, Lord, to meet the need of every person under the sound of my voice, whatever that need may be, oh Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father God, to protect them and cover them under the blood of the Lamb of God. We just thank you, Lord, for your divine protection over our lives, Lord. I pray that you will allow the angels of God to camp around all those that are on this line right now like a shield and cover them under the blood of Jesus, that the enemy cannot see them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you're able to do just what you said you could do in the word of God. And we stand on your word, oh God, and we believe in what you say in your word, oh God. We ask your Father to strengthen us where we are weak, oh God. We need your strength, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, I pray that all those that are on the line and under the sound of our voice right now, Lord, let their house not lack for any good thing. Let all bills be paid, O oh God. Let there be food on their table, clothes on their back, shoes on their feet, O oh God. Let them have a roof over their head and transportation 
to get to and fro, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to protect them as they go out and in and out of the land, oh, God, due to this virus, oh, God, that's out in an atmosphere, Lord. We ask you to cover them, preserve them, protect them, and cover them under the blood of Jesus, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God. We pray, Father God, a divine protection over them, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, that you will watch over the children as the children get ready to go back to school, oh, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to cover these children right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, throughout the nation, oh, God. Cover those workers, cover the teachers, all those that work within the, the school system, oh, God, as they began to come back in to the school, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to protect the children, oh, God, let no lives be lost, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you're able to do it, oh, God, and we're believing you and standing on your word, oh, God. We pray right now, Father, that you will save souls, oh, God. We pray that you will heal souls, oh, God. We pray, Father God, that you will bring them to the right mind, oh, God, that they will come unto you and come to the marvelous light that their soul may be saved, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, God, for the word that is going forth. We ask you, Father God, let not one person here, minister lame, but hear the voice of truth the spirit of truth that speaketh through the servant of God. And we give you all the praise and all of the honor and all of the glory. We believe in your word, God. We stand on it. Help us to live by faith and not by sight, oh God. Help us to live by your faith, God, and believe in what you're telling us in your word, God. And we give you all the praise, we give you all the honor, and we give you all the glory, and we call it done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. To God be all of the glory. Hallelujah. 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 God, we give you all the praise. The message today will come from Matthews. Amen. Matthews, the eighth chapter. Amen. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number one. And the word of God reads, when he was come down from the mountain, a great multitude followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou will, thou can make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said unto him, See, thou tellest no man. But go thy way and show thyself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a satyrian beside him, and saying, Lord, my servant lies at home sick of pleasure, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou should come under my roof, but speak thy word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man on authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goes, and to another come, and he comes, and to my servant to do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, 
I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out unto outer darkness, and there shall be weeping and gasping of the teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the same self hour. And when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his wife, his wife's mother lay and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her. And she arose and ministered unto them. And, and when the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils and cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Elijah the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. Amen to God be the glory. I want to stop reading right there, but I do want to encourage you to go back and read the entirety of the, the chapter. And amen. And I want to read um, Isaiah um, 53 and 4 um, from verse number 17, as I may. And the word of God reads, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Amen. That's what uh, Isaiah was saying about Elijah in this verse, Isaiah 53 and 5. Amen. To God be the glory. And I'm going to tell the story here. And the title of our message today is Jesus Will. Jesus will. Here in this day and time in Jesus' day, he was doing his earthly ministry. His ministry um, was a deliverance ministry. He had a ministry where people followed him. People followed him because they wanted to be healed. They wanted to be delivered. They wanted to be set free. And this was what Jesus was doing in his ministry. There was a multitude of people. He had a multitude of followers. He didn't have membership, but he had people that were following his ministry because they wanted to be healed. They wanted to be delivered. And Jesus was healing, and he was doing the delivering people in his ministry. Jesus' ministry was a ministry that was uh, without walls. He he went into the synagogues and uh, did whatever he needed to do in the synagogue, but his ministry was outside of the church walls. And he did his work outside of the church wall because there where all the people were that were sick. They were outside of the church walls. There were people that were lame. There were people that were blind, that were spiritually blind. There were people that were blind physically. There were people that couldn't walk. There were people that were dumb. There were people that couldn't. Jesus was healing the multitude. He was healing the people. He had a deliverance ministry. And the people were following him. Well, on this particular day, uh, the first incident, it says that we're going to talk about the leper. He said the leper 
came and worshipped him. They worshipped the Lord. They worshipped the Lord Jesus. He worshipped the Lord Jesus. He said, if thou can make me clean. And the Bible says Jesus put forth his hand and touched him. Jesus wasn't afraid to touch him. So he touched him, and it says, and Jesus said, I will. Jesus said, I will heal you. I will cleanse you. And the Bible says that the leprosy was cleansed. He was cleansed from this disease, this uh, contagious disease that he had that made him unclean. You know, he may have not, especially back in this day in the Bible day, you know, if you had that kind of disease, you were kind of like cast out from the rest of the people because there was no cure for it. Those kind of things, and and so, but he here came to Jesus and asked Jesus to cleanse him. Jesus was doing the miracles of healing in his ministry, and and the power of the healing of the people that he healed, and he healed a leper, and he healed him, you know, from that sickness or whatever that disease was that was was causing his body, in his body, this virus or whatever it was, he he killed him from it. You know, just like the word tells us that God so loved the world that he sent his son, that if we believe in him, we can be saved and that we can be healed, that we can be delivered. And But, but we have to want Jesus to heal us. Just like Jesus healed this leper. It doesn't say his name. It just said he was a leper. And 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 his body was full of this 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 disease or this virus. But when Jesus came and Jesus touched him, he was healed. We have to come to Jesus to be healed. Jesus says in the word, "I will come." But you gotta ask, and if you ask me to come, then I will heal your land. I will heal your sickness, and I will heal your disease. But you got to ask me to come. Because he says, I am willing to heal you of your sin. You know, sin is a disease. Because sin will kill your soul. As I said, sin kills the soul of men. Sin kills the soul of men. Just like this leper had this leprosy, that leprosy, that the contagious virus was killing his body. Sin kills the body. Whatever you, whatever sin you're doing, whether it's drinking, drugging it, home money, fornication, those sins will cause darkness, and those sins will. Destroy. It will kill the mind, the soul, the body, and the spirit. But Jesus said, I will heal you if you ask me to heal you. That's what he came for. That's what the word of God says. He came for our sins, our transgressions. And he was bruised for our iniquity. He carried the cross that we might be healed. He had 39 stripes upon his back for our healing. 
He came that you could come out of darkness and to come for sin. Cleanse you from the inside out. But you got to want him to cleanse you. That, that's why the leper said, the leper said to him, Lord, if thou will, thou can make me clean. Jesus can make you clean. He can cleanse you with his word, his truth, and cleanse you with the blood of the Lamb of God. And wash all of your sins away, and you'll be made whole and clean from all sin. He was sent to open the eyes of the blind. Whether it be physically or spiritually. For he was the true healer in that day. Jesus' ministry, people were being healed. People were being delivered. They weren't going in the church and, and, and coming out the church the same way that they went. Coming in with the same problem. Coming in with the same issues. Going out and in the church with the same spirit of infirmity. Jesus was healing the people. What's going on in the church house? Because the same thing that Jesus was doing in his ministry in his day ought to be the same thing that's going on in ministry today. People ought to be healed and delivered and set free. There's something wrong when people are coming in and out of the church house and not being healed and delivered. And that's what Jesus came for. That's what Jesus died. Jesus was anointed and called and chosen to do what he was doing. There was an anointing on his life for that. You have to have an anointing on your life. Most people don't like deliverance ministries. Oh, my goodness. They don't like deliverance ministries. We're going to leave it right there. But when Jesus was doing his ministry, he had signs and wonders that followed his ministry without walking. It was a deliverance ministry. He healed the, the leper. And he cured him of his leprosy immediately. Jesus is a healer. Jesus will heal you if you want to be healed. Jesus will keep you if you want to be kept. Jesus will deliver you from sin and darkness if you want him to. You have a choice and you have a free will. And it's up to you. You ought to choose this day to be healed for real. Jesus is willing. But are you ready to give up sin? Are you ready to be clean? Are you ready to be washed? Blood of the Lamb of God. To be washed by his blood. To be washed by his truth. To be washed by his spirit. Are you ready? Do you really want Jesus? But the Bible goes on to tell us that even when Jesus was healing, you know, Jesus was, he was, he was uh, healing it, and Jesus' name was all through the land as, as a Savior that was healing the people. He was healing the people. He was cleaning them up. He was making them whole again. He was making them whole in their minds. He was cleansing them. And the Bible goes on to say, and of course, Jesus told them, hey, look, now, I don't want you to go around telling everybody 
you know, just kind of keep it to yourself. But go, go, go to the priest and let them, because in that day they had to go to the priest. That the priest had to know that they were truly healed, completely healed from whatever disease they had. Then they had to give an offering. <laughs> See, we don't want to give no offering to nothing when God delivers from a thing. But the Bible goes on to tell us and said that when Jesus entered into Capernaum, here come a centurion, centurion soldier. The superior soldier didn't really come for itself, but he came for somebody else that was sick. And and he was tormented and had pleurisy. And, and he said to Jesus, he said, um, he, he's sick and I and and I want you to I, I need you to heal him. You know, sometimes we have to tell the Lord, I need you to heal me. I I, I need you just to, to heal me. I, I need you to touch me. I need you to heal me. And and, and and the Sanitarian answer said, uh, he said, you know, Jesus, you know, I, I'm not even worried uh, worried that for you to even come up under my roof. You know, just speak your word. Just speak your truth. Just speak your word. And, and I, I believe that my servant will be healed. Jesus will. He will heal you. By his word, by faith, set forth his word to heal all our diseases. But you got to know the word. But the sincere said, if you would just uh, speak the word, Jesus, just speak the word. He said, you know what, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on authority, you know, and uh, and I, I got people under me, and I can tell them to do this, and I can tell them to go here, and I can tell them to come, and they'll come, and whatever I tell them to do, I do it. If you just speak your word, if you will just speak thy word, and he shall be healed. And, and, and Jesus said, what? Jesus said, uh. Hmm. He looked around at the people, uh, the people that were following. He said, "Well, I say unto you, I have not found so great a faith. No, not in Israel. Great faith that he said unto Jesus. First of all, he said, I'm not even worthy for you to come up under my roof. But I believe and have enough faith. If you speak the word, he shall be healed. We got to have faith. To be healed, Jesus will heal us, and it's according to our faith. But Jesus healed the blind man who was born blind in the Word of God. The Bible says that Jesus asked, "Do you believe that I can do that?" Because He told me, "Says by your faith, according to thy faith, thou shalt be healed." We got to believe in the word of God for our healing. Jesus heals your body. Every sickness is not unto death. And you know, the Bible tells us uh, in Exodus 15, 26, I am the Lord that healeth you. I am the Lord. That healeth you. But you must believe. You must have faith. I was wounded, he says, for your transgression, your sin. I was bruised for your iniquity. I was bruised that you might be healed. And by his stripes, you are healed according to thy faith. You've got to believe. 
because his body was broken for your healing. His blood was shed that your sin could be washed away. He had a crown of thorns on your on his head for the healing of your mind and everything that connected to your head. His hands were nailed to the cross for your hands, your feet, arthritis, any kind of thing. They could come and kiss your hands and your arms. His feet were nailed to the cross for your feet, for your ankles, your knees, your thighs, bones, your and everything connected to it so that you can be healed in your body and be made whole. But we got to come to Jesus and ask him to save us. We got to come to Jesus and Jesus will heal you. Jesus will save you. Jesus will deliver you and he will set you free if you really want to be delivered. He's a healer of the mind, the body, and he can heal you spiritually, mentally, and physically. He can heal you. Jesus will heal you. He will deliver you. I'm a living witness that he can heal you. He can deliver you in every area. And it not necessarily also mean not necessarily mean just healing. He can heal you in your finances. You got problems in your finances, you got problems in the mess. He's a healer in all areas of your life. He's a healer. When you come to Jesus, and, and, and when you come to him for real, Jesus will heal you. You will not be the same person that you used to be because he'll clean you up. And if he touched you, you know, it said he touched the man that had the leprosy. He touched him. He reached him. Jesus is reaching out to you. That's the voice that you hear that's reaching out to you, telling you to come. Because he he knows what you're going through. And he came that you might live, that you might be healed, that you might be delivered. But you got to come and know that he's willing and Jesus will heal you. Physically, mentally, and spiritually. He will heal you. Because he's that, that kind of God. No, Jesus came and gave of himself. And he died upon the cross and he carried our sins and he carried every sickness or disease. And he carried everything that we could possibly imagine that we could commit. He carried upon his body. He carried the cross. He shed his blood. And he was willing to do it for the world. God so much world that he gave his only son that you could be healed and the Caesarean soldier servant was healed and Jesus just spoke the word and he was healed but we got to come to Jesus and we got to have Faith as the centurion soldier had to know that Jesus will do what he said he would do. We got to believe that Jesus is able to do what he said he can do. We got to believe that. We got to believe that he is the true physician. He is our he is our doctor and a 
sick room, in the hospital room, in the operating room. He's our healer. He knows how the body works. Well, he created the body. He knows how the body works. He knows what the body needs to sustain itself to Jesus. So that he will save our soul. We got to come. Because sin will kill the soul. Mind, body, and spirit. We got to come. Come to Jesus. Come to him. Come as the leopard came. Come as the satyrian soldier came. He came with somebody else. You can come and lift the children up, Lord. They don't want to pray. Wayward children. Lift them up, grandchildren, great grandchildren. Lift them up unto the Lord and speak healing over them. Ask God to heal them. Bring them out of darkness and bring them out of who is marvelous light. You got to believe that He will. You got to believe the word of God. To believe that Jesus will do. Just as he did it in this day, in his own earthly ministry, Jesus is still healing. I can say, as my own personal testimony, I've I've been in that place where I went in and out of the church house. In and out of the church house. In and out of the church house. I had the same problem. I had the same issues. I was not delivered. I was not healed. And I was going through the same thing. I was just going to church. I didn't know the man named Jesus. I had no deliverance. I had no healing. Because Jesus came that you might be healed. You don't have to go through alone. My sister and my brother, you don't have to go through it alone because Jesus will heal you if you will come. You have a free will. He's not going to put himself on you, but you have a free will, and you got to come. You ought to choose this day who you will serve because you can't serve God and the devil too. You can't be on both sides of the fence. What side are you leaning on? Are you following Jesus? As the people in the word of God, as Jesus were doing the minute, they were following Jesus. They were following him. They were outside of the wall. They were following Jesus where they could get real healing, where they could get delivered. The people were being healed, delivered, and set free. Jesus was casting out all kind of devils. And they knew his spirit. They knew he was a son of God, and they know that was about to get cast out. Jesus didn't play. He didn't play. He was a true prophet. He was a true leader of God. He had the anointed. And what the Bible says that, let's see, I think I wrote that scripture down. Okay, it says uh, in Luke 4, 18 and 19, and, and Jesus was called and sent to do what he was doing in his ministry. He said, Jesus, and the word of God says, the spirit of the Lord. It's upon me because he has anointed me and sent me to preach the gospel to the poor. He he was he was sent, it says, to heal the brokenhearted 
and the priest deliver it to the captain to recover the sight to the blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised, a bruise, and a proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus was a healer in his ministry. People didn't come to Jesus. Not for real. If they came to Jesus as the leper came, as the satirian came, and they asked for healing, Jesus healed. They didn't come in and go come in and out and, and went the same way. He healed them. The Bible said he healed them all. He came that all might be healed, that all might be delivered, that all may might be set free. See, when Jesus healed you, and I'm a living witness because he healed me, because I was living in sin. I ain't know Jesus, y'all. I ain't know him. I was living in darkness, living in my uh, living in sin with a religious spirit. I didn't know Jesus. I was doing my own thing. I didn't know Jesus, and I was not healed. But it wasn't until God put me on a ministry that I could receive that healing and deliverance. So you got to be on a ministry where God has called and chosen the people to do the work. Because if they have not been chosen and called and they're doing it their own way, and Jesus has not sent them or God has not sent them, there ain't no healing and deliverance in that ministry. But when I came into this ministry, I got healed. And I got set free. And I'm receiving the blessings of God. Because I'm on a ministry that God has anointed. The anointing is upon the leaders on this ministry. I came in a mess. And I was full of sin too. I ain't no Jesus. <laughs> I did not know Jesus. I knew the way of the world and I knew traditions. And I knew the religious way of the church, but I didn't know nothing about how Jesus did what he did. You know, how Jesus did it, you know. I, I didn't know none of that stuff. I, I, I didn't know that. And, but I got all cleaned up. He cleansed me from the inside out. You know, he has to cleanse you from the inside out. He has to cleanse our, our mind and our soul and our spirit. He has to cleanse that soul because all that stuff. That's attached to our soul. That's got to come out. It's got to come out. It's got to be clean. But I thank God that he delivered me and he healed me and he set me free. And I'm doing the work of ministry for God. I'm doing it Jesus' way. I don't know about y'all, but I'm doing it Jesus' way. But the Bible goes on to tell us that we got to have that faith. To be healed. Do you have faith to believe that Jesus will heal you? Or are you one of those people that looking for the fish in the loaf? You just want you, what you can get from Jesus. But you know you can't receive the healing and not stay committed and faith in the Lord unto God, right? You know that, right? You know, we got to get it right. You know, the church is a place where people are supposed to go to receive healing. The church house is a place where people are supposed to go and be delivered from sin and darkness 
Well, spirits ought to be cast out. People are walking around in the world full of demonic spirits. And they're in the church. And it's up preaching and hanging over people in the church house. Preachers preaching in the pulpit. Niggas, sit down. Get mad. Sit down. You need to get delivered. You need to get healed. Before you go before God's people, how can a land be healed if your land is not healed? You're leading the people astray. Sit Jesus that people could be healed and delivered in the church. It's ought to be a safe place in the church for people to be healed and life changed. And just as it was in Jesus' day, it should be no different. Hey, but we're so worried about bigger, bigger churches. And how many members we got on our rope? And the people dying in sin. They're leaving the world and they're dying in sin. Responsible for the soul. Jesus came that their soul can be delivered and healed. He died for all to be healed. What's going on in the church house? Saying that Jesus was doing in his ministry ought to be doing be done in the ministry today. People should be healed and delivered. Should be no witchcraft up in the church. Witches and warlocks preaching in the church. Doing all kind of foolishness in the church house. It's not God. And the people are not getting healed and delivered and set free. And the Christ spirit everywhere, all over the land. How can people get healed? How are you going to cast out a devil and the devil's in you? Can't do it. <laughs> Somebody said that was, but I ain't going to go there. I'm going to tell you what they said. <laughs> I said, no. And I went to a true prophet. So I said, oh, my Lord, can't cast out the devil the devil in you. Got to get it out of you first. Jesus healed the people. And the people followed his ministry because of the healing and deliverance. We ought to get sick and tired of, of being in that same place. Not, not being healed when Jesus died for you to be healed. We got to have faith enough to believe that Jesus will heal us. We got to have faith to know that he's able to heal us. Where is the healing in the church house today? Where is the deliverance power of Jesus in the church house? Power to raise Jesus from the dead should be the same power that's operating in the church house. It ain't saying. Oh, glory to God. Help us today, Lord. My God, help us today. Because it's according to our faith. We got to get it right. We got to do it Jesus' way so that the people can be healed and delivered. So people, these people, the people are dying. And they're not saved. And they're on the church road. And they've been on church road for 30 and 40 years. Pastors and people are dying. Because I asked God one time, he said, get the flowers alone. What is that? Why is that like that? He said, they died in sin. He said, they died in sin. And they had been in the pulpit for over 30 years preaching and will not say, we got to get it right. Jesus wants us to be healed. 
So then the word of God tells us in John 11 and 4, when he says, when Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto the death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. So just because you have a sickness don't mean it's unto death. But you got to come to Jesus just as the leper did. You got to come to Jesus just as a centurion and soldier, and you got to believe that Jesus will. Jesus will heal you, but you got to really turn your life around for Jesus. We got to turn our lives around for Jesus because He will heal us. He says in the word, I am the Lord that healeth you. Elaine can't hear you. I can't hear you. Only Jesus can heal you. He can heal you. Jesus will heal you. He will save you. He will deliver you. And he will set you free. He will set you free from everything that comes against you. He will set you free. He will heal you from any spirit of bondage. And in other words, anything that's destructive, any destructive habit you have is a spirit of bondage. Smoking, drinking, those things, that can, any sin that you commit in your body. He can heal you from sin. In the spirit of infirmity, and it ain't God. He can heal you from it, but in according to your faith. And the word of God goes on to tell us that after Jesus had um, uh, healed the leopard and, 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 and had spoken with the the satirian and the the, the satirian um servant was healed, and Jesus talked about the about the kingdom and what the kingdom would be like, the kingdom of God. You know, there is a heaven and a hell, and there is a kingdom of God, but the devil also has a kingdom as well. And and the word says, and there shall be weeping and gasping of the teeth in this kingdom. It's a kingdom of darkness. The kingdom is hell. And we got to get it right because Jesus came that we could be healed. Jesus is willing to heal you. You don't you make a choice whether you will spend your your eternity and your eternal spirit, your soul will spend eternity in heaven or you can choose hell, but it is your choice. And so we got to get it right. We ought to choose this day who we're going to serve. We need to come to Jesus that we might be healed. But the Bible goes on to tell us, too, that on his way, uh, Jesus had, after he had left the Satyrian soldier who had believed and had such great faith, that it was done unto him because he believed and because of his great faith, it was done unto him. And that's the same thing with us, because of our faith. And because we believe in the one who is sent. Now, we ain't talking about the ones that went. We're talking about the ones that were sent. Then that should be done unto us according to our faith. And then the Bible says that Jesus had went to Peter's house. And then when he got to uh, not yeah, Peter's house, that his uh, wife, mother lady, she had, was sick of a fever. And the Bible said Jesus touched, touched her. And the fever left her. And she got up and began to minister. You know, Jesus is reaching out to you, and he and, and he'll touch you. And when he touch you, he's gonna heal you. 
He's going to deliver you, and he's going to set you free. He touched her, and the fever left her body, and she was healed. And I would say immediately, even though I don't say it in here, immediately, because it says she got up, and she began to minister unto them. And it says that, and, and, and then they be, he said in uh, verse 16, and when, he, and when the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. They're like I was talking about the um, spirits, the money spirit, evil spirit, witchcraft spirit. Jesus was casting these devils out. And Jesus had a deliverance ministry. So he was casting these devils out of these people, and people were getting cleansed and healed, coming back to their right mind. Because Jesus had the authority to do it. He had the power over the enemy. So he cast the devils out. And he said he cast out the spirit that was in the person. He cast out the spirit with his what? It said with his word. With his truth, he cast out the spirit that was in the person. That was operating through the people. It was the spirit. People act that way, act foolish, certain stuff. The spirit. And that spirit got to be cast out, but you gotta be what you need to be. You got, you got to be you gotta be like Jesus. To be cast out. You got as they say, you gotta be prayed up. You gotta be fasted out. Because some of them don't come out without fasting and praying. Some of them come out. Powerful his ministry was. And a powerful deliverance ministry with signs and wonders following his ministry. A lot of people mad with Jesus, especially them in the religious church, because people were going to get here. People want to be here. They want to be here today. Jesus will heal them for all manner of sickness and disease. He was healing the people. What it said? He cast out the spirit with his word. His word. He cast them devils out. And he healed all that were sick. So nobody came to Jesus and asked him to be healed that he was not willing to heal. It's nothing that you can do. And no sin that you commit that Jesus won't heal you. Jesus is willing to heal you today if you will come. If you will come, he will heal you. Because he took upon his own body, every spirit of infirmity, our infirmities, and he bare all sickness upon his body that we might be healed. And deliver. That's why he came. That we might be healed and that we might be delivered. That we might be set free. Jesus ministry should be doing the same thing today. Something wrong. Because you know, my testimony is I I, I came I, I was going in and out of church and one day I came out of church and I asked the Lord, I said, I'm going in this church and I'm coming out the same way I went in. Something wrong. Something is wrong because I'm going back to the same problem that I, I'm not getting no better. And I'm faithful to going to church and committing all that. First of all, I had to get saved and I wasn't saved. <laughs> I just going to be real, child. I was saved for real. I was saved. I've been in church a long time. I was not saved. 
But I had to get saved first. But I tell you, he has cleansed me up. Cleansed. And so we have to ask God to cleanse us. Wash us by his blood. Cleanse our mind, our body, and our soul, and our spirit. We have to come and know that Jesus is willing and that you are worthy because he died for you. Jesus loves you and you and you and you and you. He loves me. He loves all of us. He came for all. He died for all people. He died. And he will heal you. He will save your soul. He will deliver you from anything that's coming against you, your body, your home, your family. He will deliver you. He will heal. And then he 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 healed right red today. He was healing people's body of sicknesses, sickness and diseases. And he healed the body from spirit of infirmities and and different things like that. But he also healed the he healed the mind. He can heal your finances. He can heal anything that's coming against you. He can heal. But you got to know that Jesus will. Jesus will heal you. If you will come, come to Jesus, come to Jesus, come to Jesus, just now, just now, oh, come to Jesus, come to Jesus, just now, he will save you, he will save
and deliver me, Lord. Come and set me free. Come and save my soul. Come and set me free. And if you said that prayer, you honestly repent. If you can hear me up on Facebook, amen. Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry there. Just leave me a message there in my inbox, amen. And let me know that you gave your life to Christ today. And I will um, get with my leaders and we are set up a session with you so we can help you on this Christian journey. I want to welcome you to the body of Christ. I also want to encourage you, if you're just a church girl, it's time to get your life right. Jesus will save you, but you got to repent of your sin. And you need to repent. You need to repent today. Uh, you need to repent. We need to get it right. You know, like I said in uh, my testimony, I was in the church many years, and I was not saved. I was just a church goer. I was just doing the tradition and the religious thing in the church, but I was truly not saved. And I want to encourage you today to become a true follower of Christ. Become a disciple of Christ for real. No, don't just live your life and be a church goer. And if you are just a church goer, just say this simple prayer, Lord, save me. I repent of my sin with a godly sorrow. I ask you to heal me and deliver me and set me free. And he will do that. And if you said that prayer, if you could hit me up on Facebook, Voice the Truth, and inbox me there and let me know, and I will get back with you from there, and we will set up session to help you to get it right. Amen. Because we got to get it right. While the blood is yet running warm in our veins, we got to get it right. We need to know, if you know, if you were, I want to ask a question. If you were to die today, where would your, where would your soul spill eternity? I'm going to leave it right there. If you were to die today, where would your soul spend eternity? Are you afraid of death? Are you afraid of dying? I remember when I wasn't saved, I was afraid of dying. But <clears throat> because my soul was my faith. But I, I want to encourage you to do that. Think about that question. If you died today, where would your soul spend eternity? Where would your soul spend eternity? If you are a black backslider, I want to encourage you today to come back into the sheepfold while the blood is yet running warm in your veins and repent of your sin with a godless sorrow. Come back to your first love. The Bible says God is ever married to the backslide, so I want to encourage you to come back to your first love. God is a forgiving God. He loves you. He knows how you got there. Amen. He's willing. He's willing. And he's waiting for you to come back to the sheepfold. I want to encourage you to do that. And I just ask you to say this simple prayer and ask the Lord, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Draw me closer to you. Draw me nearer unto you and repent of your sins. You got to repent and you got to turn from it. And he will save you. Amen. To God be the glory. We thank God for his word today. Jesus will. He will still a healer today. He's a great physician. He's a great physician and he's an awesome God. And we need, we got to get it right because he will heal us. He will heal our land. Amen. To God be the glory. I want to go ahead and do the general announcement. I do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner today, um, the first half of the Hour Power. They call us the Hour Power. And Prophet is Martha Williams. It's the first half of the Hour Power from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to encourage you to follow her ministry there 
uh, on Blog Talk Radio and also there on Facebook, uh, Prophetess Martha Williams, amen. You can follow her there. You just click the follow button there, amen, and follow her and her uh, her ministry. God is going to do some great work through her ministry, amen, with signs and wonders. Wonders following, amen. I want to encourage you also to give a, a tithe of an offering if you are uh, following, you follow her ministry all the time and you consider that your church, amen. I want to encourage you to do that, amen. And you can inbox her there on Facebook and she will tell you how to do that. Very powerful woman of God, a preaching woman of God. And I don't want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected to her ministry, amen. Locking in on your phone, amen to listen to her every Sunday from 5 to 6 p.m., and you will truly be blessed. Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour power, and we're on the air live p.m. every uh, Sunday. We're here. Well, I don't want to encourage you to, to follow me there on Facebook, um, Voice of Truth. Amen. Um, that's my ministry page. I also have an author page there, and I also have a personal page there, too. And so I want to encourage you to get connected to those uh, pages as well. And follow us there on Twitter, Pinterest, and um, follow our blog. We do have a blog as well. Amen. Voice of Truth has a blog. And so we want to encourage you to do that. It's Voice of Truth. We want to encourage you to do that. We want to encourage you to follow us there. And um, be a part of what God is doing with this, these ministries. We are ministries with that one. And we, um, but we do everything that any other church uh, d- does, and so we want to encourage you to get connected to us. We also want to encourage you to tune in Tuesday night to One Word from the Lord with my leaders, Pastor Joseph and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Rao at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They always come with an on-time word from the Lord. If you missed last week's message, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that. They're on the air from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock p.m. PM Eastern Standard Time. And I also want to encourage you to give a tithe of an offering in that ministry. On Saturday, we have for you Elder Evangelist Birthday. Ask you, Faith, come by hearing ministry on the air live on Block Talk Radio at 3 o'clock PM Eastern Standard Time every Saturday. So I want to encourage you to get connected to the woman of God, powerful ministry, praying woman. Amen. If you missed the message on yesterday, you missed the treat. It was powerful. I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that message. It's very powerful. Amen. I want to encourage you to do that, talking about the dry bones. I want to encourage you to do that. And I want to encourage you to also to give her offering of ministry if her ministry has been a blessing to her. And I want to encourage you also to become a wild partner for an offering of $24, $25 or if you would like to do that, if you can hit us, any one of us up on Facebook, and we'll tell you how to do that. we got to get out of here. She is counting down. If you have not purchased my ebook, The Heart Reflection, I want to encourage you to do that. It's at Amazon.com. Amen. Only two ninety nine. I want to encourage you to do that. And we're going to go ahead and get up out of here because she is counting us down. Amen. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you falling before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say, you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. God loves you. We love you too here at Voice of Truth Worldwide. Ministry meet us here next week at the same place at the same time here on Block Talk Radio. We love you. Be blessed. Be safe. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you.
Bye.